0: Advantage for Trump. October surprise is here. Dems fight the second. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene, and here we are. Second day, we're going to do this. So, things are getting uglier and uglier for the Democrats. And I think our October surprise is here. Uh, President Trump on Tuesday said he has... Fully authorized the total declassification of any and all documents related to the Russia investigation and the FBI's investigation into the former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server. Trump tweeted, Quote, I have fully authorized the total declassification of any and all documents pertaining to a single greatest political crime, all in caps, of course, in American history, the Russia hoax. Likewise, the Hillary Clinton email scandal. No redactions. He continues, quote, All Russia hoax scandal information was declassified by me long ago. Unfortunately for our country, people have acted very slowly, especially since it is perhaps the biggest political crime in the history of our country. Act with double, triple exclamation points. Pretty awesome. Um, the uh, president's tweets come after uh, John Ratcliffe, who is the director of national security, declassified documents that show that CIA director and uh, overall douche John Brennan talked to President Obama on Hillary Clinton's plan to then candidate Donald Trump of Russia uh, with his plans with Russia as a, as quote a means to distracting the public from her use of a private email server back in 2016 the notes okay these are uh, direct quotes from the notes of CIA director then CIA director uh, John Brennan uh, then CIA director now just douche John Brennan, we are getting additional insight into the Russian activities from, redacted, site. summarizing, in other words, that stuff was redacted too, Alleged approved by Hillary Clinton as a proposal from one of her foreign, service policy, foreign policy advisors to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by the Russian security force. Oh my god. You actually have notes in in um uh, what's in John Brennan's handwriting back in 2016 saying that all of this was all based on Hillary Clinton wanting to be wanting to hide her email scandal. This is freaking huge. Last week, don't forget, James Comey was in front of the Senate, I think it's the Judiciary Committee, or Ethics Committee, one of the two, I'm not sure which. And basically, he just said, I don't remember, I don't remember, I don't remember. Well, here's the problem. Now you've got Brennan, James Brennan, who's a piece of crap, sitting back and saying that, oh, yeah, I... He did write the notes, and it's in his handwriting. Gonna be kind of hard to hide all this crap. So after this whole thing was done, the CIA gave it to the FBI. It was sent to James Comey in a memo, and Deputy Assistant Director of Counterintelligence, Peter Strzok, who, by the way, was... Screwing uh, one of the lawyer, one of the FBI lawyers while he was married and while she was married and hated Trump. So here's what the memo stated. Let's go over this. Quote The following information is provided for the exclusive use of your bureau for background investigation, action, or lead purposes as appropriate. This memorandum contains sensitive information that could be source revealing. Yeah. It, Okay, I'll get to that in a second. It should be handled with particular attention to compartment, compartmentation and need to know. To avoid possible compromise of the source, any investigation action taken in response to the information below should be coordinated in advance with Chief Counterintelligence Mission Center. Legal it may not be used for any legal proceeding, including FISA applications. That's huge. That's huge. Because guess what? They use this in FISA applications (coughs) without prior approval. That is huge. That means they went out there. They broke the... Someone broke the law. Someone broke the law here. That means they either use this as part of a FISA application and didn't get approval, which would have been illegal, or they did get approval, which, by the way, would have been illegal. Let's continue. Quote, Per FBI verbal request, CIA provides the below examples of information uh, the Crossfire Hurricane fusion cell has gleaned to date. An exchange, redacted, Discussing U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton's approval of a plan concerning U.S. presidential candidate Donald Trump and Russian hackers hampering the U.S. elections as a means of distracting the public from her use of a private email server. Oh my effing God. They basically admit the CIA actually states it. That this is an investigation that should counter the Hillary Clinton email server um, uh, scandal. Jim Comey was interviewed in the Senate last week. Of course, he didn't remember anything. That's convenient. This whole thing has been a disaster. It has ruined the entire first term of President Trump. Wasted tens of millions of dollars on an investigation that everyone knew was bullshit, including the CIA and the FBI. Not only was, and this is that, that Steele dossier thing you keep hearing about, that Steele dossier, not only what was it misinformation, not only was it bullshit, it was probably Russian disinformation I don't think it was. And if you read Dan Bongino's uh, books on the subject matter, you'll know why I don't think it was. I think they just took it and they got FISA applications even after they were told not to do that. So that tells me one thing. Either the FISA application was approved by Obama, Biden, whatever. This whole thing is going to get worse. And as the election gets closer, it's going to get worse. This is another reason why Biden can't be president. If Biden becomes president, this investigation will end, especially since Biden and Obama were directly involved. Don't forget, when they talked about unmasking, this has already been proven. They they have the paperwork. This is not a conspiracy theory. Biden was one of the people who wanted to unmask people who were reporting this stuff. He wanted to unmask Carter Page. Uh, Papadopoulos. I don't know what his first name is. He requested the unmasking. Um, the Secretary of the Treasury also requested the unmasking. I don't understand the whole unmasking process thing. It doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. If Biden becomes president, this all ends because Biden is going to protect himself, protect Obama. And there will be no justice. And here's the problem. Somebody needs to go to jail for this. This was a complete overreaction of the CIA, of the FBI. Laws were broken. Courts were lied to, specifically the FISA court. This needs to end. Um, General Flynn almost faced 20 years in prison over this whole thing. Yeah, no. This needs to end and people need to go to jail for putting our country, our system at stake. There's going to be a lot more to this story, a lot more to the story. And this is coming out now. And I don't think a, a couple of people on Fox and I agree, agree with them. Why wasn't this crap declassified two years ago where we could actually throw people in jail? Yeah, this is political. Let's call it what it is. But we need to find out what's going on. I don't think Trump did any favors by keeping this stuff hidden until October, September, October. I think it was a really bad idea. In the next big story, uh, Mark and Patricia McCloskey, the St. Louis couple that stood in front of their home over the summer holding firearms as a large group of demonstrators. Actually, at that point, they were rioters. Marched by, were indicted on Tuesday on felony weapons charges and... Evidence of tampering charges, uh, according to uh, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, lawyer Joel Schwartz said he was told a grand jury indicted his clients on felony counts of an unlawful weapon, unlawful use of a weapon, and evidence tampering. He said he had no details. A St. Louis, a St. Louis court clerk said she. Uh, said the indictment was filed Tuesday, but that she was not authorized to provide a copy. Uh, okay, that's, that's fine. That's legal. That's how it works. Schwartz, their, Joel Schwartz, their attorney, said, I'm not surprised that the grand jury indicted them, but I'll certainly be interested in what was presented to the grand jury. Um, the couple were charged by Democrat circuit attorney, Kimberly Gardner in an, in July with one felony count of brandishing a firearm. Quote, and this is what she said, quote, oh no, I'm sorry, this is what McCloskey, Mark McCloskey said, and by the way, Mark McCloskey is an attorney, so this is not something, he's not way off the law. Quote, the government chooses to persecute us for doing no more than exercising a right to our, to defend ourselves, our home, our property, our family, and Now we are getting drug here, time after time after time, for what? We didn't fire a shot. People were violently protesting. They were rioting. Stop calling it protesting. In front of our house and screaming death threats and threats of rape and threats of arson. Nobody gets charged, but we get charged. Okay, let's review this case. Okay, let's review this story. The McCloskeys live in a gated community. They had the misfortune to live in the same community as the mayor of St. Louis. So protesters broke down the gates of the community and started walking to the mayor's house. At this point, the protesters became rioters. (coughs) Um, When you pull a iron gate from the ground, basically destroying property. You are no longer a protester. You're no longer a demonstrator. You are a rioter. And they started walking down the street. The McCloskeys, afraid of what these people were about to do, armed themselves and stood outside their house. Now, they were very clumsy with their weapons. I won't say that these guys knew knew how to deal with this, but they had weapons. They did point the weapons. That was probably not a great thing, but they were trying to protect themselves and their property and their animals. The riders had just pulled out a wrought iron fence, which is what I told you. And by the way, that's illegal. No one got arrested for it. They burned down the city the night before That's illegal. No one got arrested for it. And yeah, some were armed, which is illegal. The McCluskies called 911. Nothing happened. Actually, I think, I don't know, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they called 911 twice and the police said they can't go or they didn't answer. It was one of those things. Oh yeah, and they threatened to enter their house, burn down their house, rape the women, kill them, and then kill their dogs. So this was a this these were charming people, and this is probably pretty illegal. I I may be wrong, I may be wrong. I think threatening to enter a house illegal, enter a house without any permission, raping the women, burning down the house murdering them murdering the dogs I'm pretty sure that's illegal but I don't know maybe I'm wrong now uh, this couple who actually supported black lives matter now faces up to four years in prison and the loss of their law licenses yes they're both lawyers seems like kind of a steep punishment punishment for just Holding their guns against a bunch of rioters, a bunch of freaking thugs that just wanted to intimidate. That's what these people do. They intimidate. That's all they do. Now let's face this fact: these people are not going to get convicted. The McCluskeys are not getting convicted. It's possible this case won't even see the inside of a courtroom. This is a this is an unjustifiable unjustifiable prosecution. By a partisan prosecutor on a charge that quite possibly could be unconstitutional, but that's the point, isn't it? Our rights don't matter to the left. The Second Amendment is part of a system the left wants to destroy the McCloskeys are casualties here's the problem. <coughs> Damn COVID! Here's the problem: we all need to worry about this. We'll all end up being casualties. It's time to fight this crap. If the Mi- if the McCloskeys put up a donation site, I will donate, and so should you. Because here's the thing: you and I, you and I are next. And that I find very disturbing. About three weeks ago, President Trump outlawed the teaching or indoctrination of critical race theory into um, government circles. And he was saying if he had his options, he would stop it altogether. So I, I, I know what, ridicul- what critical race theory is. It's basically white people are racist. They can be racist or they can be anti-racist, but they're all racist one way or the other. Okay. So in other words, if you're a white person, you're a racist. That's it. End of story. That's it. So, but I didn't understand when Chris Wallace asked President Trump why he was ending diversity training. And President Trump said, I'm not ending diversity training. I'm ending something that is just freaking terrible. It's indoctrination. It's about people being taught uh, that our country is terrible, blah, blah, blah. I didn't understand it. Then I read an article at the Wall Street Journal uh, called The Truth About Critical Race Theory by Christopher F. Rufo who apparently actually wrote a recommendation to President Trump to eliminate this kind of training and some of this stuff is really bizarre so i'm going to go through this article and i've got enough time to go through this article and we can you i'll read this article this is all from the wall street journal I will sit back and tell you when I decide to talk. But, yeah, this is a fantastic article. So this is from the Wall Street Journal article. Moderator Chris Wallace asked President Trump during last week's debate why he, quote, directed federal agencies to end racial sensitivity training that addresses white privilege or critical race theory. End quote. Mr. Trump answered, quote, I ended it because it's racist, end quote. Participants were, quote, asked to do things that were absolutely insane, end quote, he explained. Quote, they were teaching people how to hate our country. Quote, nobody's doing that, end quote. Joe Biden replied, he is wrong. And that's exactly correct. So, we'll continue with, this, with the article. My reporting on critical race theory in the federal government was the impetus for the president's executive order. So, I can say with confidence that these training sessions had nothing to do with developing, quote, racial, and sens- racial sensitivity, end quote. As a document in detail reports for City Journal and the New York Post, critical race theory training sessions... In public agencies, have pushed a deeply ideological agenda that includes reducing people to a race essence, segregating them, judging them by their group identity, and rather than their individual character, behavior, and merit. the The examples are instructive. Okay, hold on. Let's Let's go over that last paragraph. Absolutely correct. You know something? We're not a racist country. We don't have systemic racism. Get over it. it. It's not there. I do not see blacks as any different than me. It That's just not a thing. This was a thing in 1960 when we had Jim Crow laws. This was a thing in 1859 when we had slavery. That is not a thing now. And I guarantee you, all these people from BLM and all that crap... They have nothing to do with, they, they've never experienced actual systemic racism. Okay, so let's go on. The examples are instructive. At a series of events at the Treasury Department and federal finance agencies, diversity trainer Howard Ross taught employees that America was, quote, built on the backs of people who were enslaved, end quote, and that all white Americans are complicit in in the system of white supremacy by, quote, automatic response to the ways we're taught, end quote. I So, in other words, the country was bad to the bone from the beginning. That's what it comes down to. We were evil to the roots. This is going to be a problem. You wonder why we can't get along with these people? You wonder why we've got to worry about the government it taking over things and someone like Kamala Harris who believes this bullshit is a thing? I, yeah, I don't think so. Let's, so let's continue, continue with the article. In accompanying documents, Mr. Ross argues that whites share an inborn impressive streak. Quote, whiteness, end quote, employees are told, quote, includes white privilege, and white supremacy. End quote. Consequently, white struggle to whites quote, struggle to own their racism. End quote. He instructs managers to conduct quote, listening sessions end quote, in which black employees can speak about their experience and be, see, and be quote, seen in their pain, end quote, while white employees are instructed to quote, sit in their discomfort. End quote, and not, quote, fill the silence with their own thoughts and feelings, end quote. In other words, ignore what the whites are feeling. Ignore that the whites are just like, no, no, no. But we need to, whites need to sit back and just acknowledge this crap, even though this is crap. Members of the, quote, Groups that they're allying with, end quote, Mr. Ross says are not, quote, obligated to like you, thank you, feel sorry for you, or forgive you, end quote. For training like this, Mr. Ross and his firm have pay- been paid $5 million over 15 years, according to federal disclosures. So, can I ask you a question? Um, okay, I'm 52 years old. I had nothing to do with slavery. My family had nothing to do with slavery. I never owned a slave. And we've got black people who are 20 years old saying they're owed something and blah, blah, blah. So here's the question. How long does it take before we sit back and say, okay, it's over? We ended slavery in 1865. We ended... Jim Crow laws, which were a a huge embarrassment for the United States back in 1964 or 63, which was 40, 60 years ago. So the question is, when does it end? Does it ever end? Am I going to, in 20 years, am I going to have some 15-year-old black kid sit there and scream slavery? My guess is no, because they are pushing this. This is not good. So let me continue. At the Sandia National Laboratories, which develops technology for America's nuclear arsenal, executives held a racially segregated training session for white male employees. Wow, segregated. Interesting. The three day event which was led by a company called White Men as Full Diversity Partners, set the goal of examining, quote, white male culture, end quote, and making the employees take responsibility for their, quote, white privilege, end quote, quote, male privilege, end quote, and, quote, heterosexual privilege, end quote. That sounds pretty bad, right? It just sounds like identity politics. It's not only bad that you're white... It's bad that you're a man, and it's a bad that you're a heterosexual man? So right now, I've got three things against me. I'm white, I'm a male, and I'm a heterosexual? Hmm, interesting. In, okay, I continue. In one of the opening exercises, the instructors wrote on a whiteboard, quote, white male culture, end quote, can be associated with, quote, white supremacists, end quote, quote, KKK, Aryan Nation, MAGA hat, and mass killings, end quote. So MAGA hat simply because why, why is MAGA hat considered racial? Why is white supremacy in MAGA? Because that's the only thing that the left has. MAGA has nothing to do with white supremacy. Make America Great Again has nothing to do with white supremacy. But these guys can't get that. Okay, yeah. so, well, I mean, look at what the, the MAGA hat, the red hat that I have. Uh, KKK, Aryan Nation, and mass killings, and white supremacists? Wow, really? So if I wear a red hat, that's what it means? It's stupid. On the final day, the trainers asked employees to write letters to women and people of color. Well, one participant apologized for his privilege and another pledged to be a better ally. And by the way, that's the whole thing. It's, it's, I'm a white heterosexual male. I do not have any rights. I am not going to get any benefits it's going to be that i can kind of help them i'm still a racist that's what this white thing is all about that's what this is all this training's about let's go at the department of homeland security i'm so thrilled they're teaching this to these people diversity trainers held session on microaggressions awesome Based on the work of a psychological a psychologist Daryl sue in his academic work mr. Sue argues that white Americans have been quote fed racial curriculum based on falsehoods unwarranted fears, and the belief that their own of their own superiority end quote and thus have been quote socialized into impressor roles end quote trainers taught homeland security employees that quote myth and media meritocracy, end quote, and, quote, color blindness end quote, is a foundational, is a foundation of racist microaggression and micro inequities. Oh, there's so much to unpack here. And I hate this. I hate unpacking. First off, meritocracy means if you're the best qualified, you get the job. That's a meritocracy. We have meritocracy all over the place. The NFL has meritocracy. I am not going to be the star running back for the Los Los Angeles Rams. Not going to happen. Ben Shapiro is not going to be the starting center for the Los Angeles Lakers. Not going to happen. You know why? The NBA is a meritocracy. The NFL is a meritocracy. But we're not allowed to be a meritocracy in this country. Um. The other thing that really bothers me is the microaggression thing. The microaggression thing is an issue. No such thing as microaggressions. Microaggressions can be defined as something is as I'm simply asked. Let's say Dave is with me. Dave is Hispanic. Dave's American. But Dave is a Hispanic American. I hate using that term, but if I where were you from? That could be considered a microaggression. Could have nothing to do with actually being aggressive against Dave or hating Dave because he's Hispanic or anything like that. But that's considered a microaggression. And I love the micro inequities. This is another problem the left has and that we cannot, as right-wing people, take for granted. The Constitution says everyone has the opportunity, has the um, equality of opportunity. What the left wants to really push is the opportunity of equity. In other words, if I develop the Windows operating system, I should have the same equity. The same value as someone who digs ditches on the middle of Sepulveda Boulevard. That's a thing. It's bullshit. It makes absolutely no sense. But that's what it is. Here's the thing you should be able to have the opportunity you be equal for opportunity. Everyone should be equal to opportunity. And the reality is there are people out there. And I'm going to end this. I'm, I was going to go through the entire um, essay. I don't think I, oh, well, I'm almost done, but <coughs> I don't think I need to right now. Here's the thing. Because I dig ditches and because you developed the Windows operating system doesn't make us equal is equal of opportunity. If I'm digging ditches and I suddenly decide to have a podcast and the podcast makes millions of dollars, that's equality of opportunity. This is the problem with identity politics. And it's really bad. This is really bad. I, President Trump should have. And Chris Wallace has proven that this guy, he is a complete left-winger. Because this is a stupid question. this was a gentleman, um, uh, this was a gentleman, Christopher Rufo, who actually advised the president to stop the shit that this is just making us look bad as a country, that this country is built on the backs of slaves. This country was not built on the backs of slaves. It was not. Did we have a dark past? Of course we did. Every country does. And by the way, what is the story with every this country being like, you know, the starter of slavery? This country was not did not start slavery. Slavery's been around, it's still around now. Slavery never disappeared. I think it's disgusting. And I, I love this, because critical race theory, which is a college thing that came out, I think back in the 70s, 60s, basically says, oh, white people are racist. And then you've got Ibram X. Kendi, who's sitting back and saying, you can only, if you're white, you can only be a racist or an anti-racist, which means you're still a racist, but you're kind of against racism. It's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. So I've talked about critical race theory. And um, I wanted to do a full podcast on this one. But I decided not to. I'll just kill and I'm going to be a little bit long today. So you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Run RunninFool, r u n n i n f e w l. You can download or listen to podca- listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, and YouTube. Uh, you can visit my website at www. where I actually have all of the links. No video or audio this time. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbass Talking Politics.